The following is brought to you by Will Harris, Dustin Campbell, Daily Tech News Show, Andy Beach, Nick Wood, and Craig. Hello and welcome everybody to the Politics, Politics, Politics Extra for Cinco de Mayo. It's your old pal Justin Robert Young here in Cinco de Mayo 2022. I'm going to go see Doctor Strange tonight. Excited about that. Looks like fun. Lord even spoiled on a bunch of stuff, but, but, I, 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 I don't know. I think it's, I think it's going to be good. We've got, um... We've got a bunch, a bunch here for you. Uh, uh, we're we're going to kind of do dessert first, and then we're going to get into uh, uh, the, the nutritional stuff. A very wild story uh, uh, that continues to, d- to develop around the youngest congressman in the United States House of Representatives, Madison Cawthorn. A nude video of Madison Cawthorn uh, available still. On the internet, it has not been, I mean, it's on a private website. I don't know where it's being hosted, but it's still up there. That man's butt is uh, uh, on the internet. We will tell you all about that. We have leaked Republican talking points on the Roe versus Wade decision leak, as well as the latest on what Chuck Schumer will look to do in the Senate. Spoiler alert, not much. And then we have the meat. Uh, uh, The only thing that really, really matters in an election like this is the economy. And we are in a very interesting precipice. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates by half a point. That is the largest they have done it at one time since the year 2000. That's good if you want to tamp down inflation However, it might also be a signal that we are moving into a recession. All that bird first. Those are the undulating hump noises of Madison Cawthorn. If I can describe the video for you, there is a nude Cawthorn on top of a friend. I'm, you know... The, the way that I, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to describe it is think, you know, a, a, a trip with friends and uh, uh, there's one friend who's sleeping later than the other. And, you know, you want to you want to wake him up. Um, side note, 
this was actually a thing that uh, used to happen with, with, with my group of friends. Everybody was fully clothed, but the last person that slept in any kind of situation where a bunch of us were, were in one place uh, would be the recipient of the Frodo wake up. So if you've seen the Lord of the Rings movies at the very end of uh, uh, Frodo wakes up and everybody who was in the previous three movies all kind of come in one by one to like jump on his bed and be happy that he, that he woke up and it's in slow motion. So uh, that became a thing. It was literally right after we saw uh, uh, the final Lord of the Rings movie that the last person who was up got the Frodo wake up. And that, that persisted for, I mean, probably a decade, uh, uh, the Frodo wake up. You just jump up and down on their bed and go, Frodo, Frodo, wake up, wake up. So imagine that, but it's Madison Cawthorn and he has a uh, uh, strip nude and he is making uh, 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 animalistic noises as he nakedly thrusts toward the face area of an unnamed, we, we believe to be male uh, person in what looks to be a pullout hotel bed. Cawthorn, of course, is the youngest member of Congress. He is currently up for re-election. In the last few months, he has insinuated on a YouTube series that politicians enjoyed orgies that he was invited to and have taken bumps of cocaine in front of him. He had pictures of him in a dress leak and was caught trying to board a plane with a loaded gun. And now this. The video, which is posted on firemadison.com, was posted by the Muckrakers Pack with this comment from the president, David B. Wheeler. Madison Cawthorn should resign from Congress today. While his sexual orientation or behavior behind closed doors is of no interest whatsoever to us, his actions should have consequences. This video was passed to us by a former supporter and big donor of Representative Cawthorn that wishes to remain anonymous. Only Madison Cawthorn knows the date, location, names, and ages of the participants and whether they are Cawthorn staff. Ask him for any of this information. We do not know the details. We do know Representative Cawthorn shouldn't be in Congress regardless of when this video was taken. We don't have further comment at this time. Wheeler, by the way, at least according to some cursory Google Googling is a democratic candidate for North Carolina state Senate this cycle. He also lists being an Obama staffer in his Twitter bio. Cawthorn, meanwhile, uh, tweets the following a new hit against me just dropped years ago in this video. I was being crass with a friend trying to be funny. We were acting foolish and joking. That's it. I'm not backing down. I told you there would be a drip drip campaign. Blackmail won't win. We will. Obviously, Madison Cawthorn, specifically to uh, uh, liberal elements of the online community, will be mocked kind of no matter what because he's Madison Cawthorn. I'm kind of torn on this one because... You know, look, the, the picture of him in, in the dress that looked like it was something on like a cruise ship or some costume party. Like that seemed you know harmless enough that that's out there. But this kind of borders on revenge porn. And. You know, Megan McCain had a very weird take 
on on Twitter that she said, oh, if Liz Cheney was humping, putting her genitals in somebody's face, her career would be over. But with Madison Cawthorn, it's just boys will be boys. Long live the patriarchy. Which is odd, mostly because I kind of feel like if there was some prank video that involved a congresswoman being naked, the larger cry would be, this is revenge porn. I think this is a lot closer to the Katie Hill situation. And that had a little bit more of a context. Number one, it was a journalistic outlet. So at least it was an outlet for which they were taking on the burden of this being newsworthy. It was not a a naked political, I mean, naked, a, 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 obvious political hit job, right? I don't think that that's even being uh, uh, disguised. And with Katie Hill, there was an issue of the fact that the girl she was sleeping with was a staffer. And by the way, I I think it was a campaign staffer. Katie Hill would still be in Congress if there wasn't another investigation into the fact that she might have been currently dating a congressional staffer. But still, the, the the conversation around that was, you know, there was a large, you know, is this right? And that doesn't seem to be happening here because I think Madison Cawthorn is a bit of a less of a sympathetic figure, at least to the people that like to talk about it. But, uh, man, it it's when, when it rains, it pours for that kid. The Roe versus Wade leak is obviously still the number one story in politics. And the Republican Senate committee uh, released their talking points. So this is what they want all their candidates that are running for Senate or are currently in the Senate to talk about. So we're going to go through them here right now. Uh First, unelected federal judges should not make laws. States should be able to establish their own laws regarding abortion as they do on everything else. And with all these talking points, they provide their own polling. The polling on this is 54% strongly or somewhat agree, while 32% strongly or somewhat disagree. Quote, whether you are pro-life or pro-choice, we can all agree that taxpayer money should not be used to pay for abortions. 65% strongly or somewhat agree, including 66% of independent voters. Quote, it's acceptable for states to limit late-term abortion if the state makes it affordable to put babies up for adoption and financially assist the birth mother. 59% strongly or somewhat agree, while 26% disagree. If you knew the following were true, would it make you more or less likely to support current abortion law? Current abortion policy in the United States allows for abortions to be performed for any reason up until the very moment of birth. 14% said much more or somewhat more likely, while 57% said much less or somewhat less. And finally, thinking about the 2022 election for Congress, please tell me which of the following candidate you would be more likely to vote for. A Republican candidate who supports banning abortions after 15 weeks, with exceptions for the life and physical health of the mother, or severe fetal abnormality of the baby, or a Democrat who supports unlimited abortion up to the moment of birth. Polling, 53% said the GOP candidate, including 54% of independents, only 28% said the Democrats. So what I want to highlight here is up until the moment of birth, abortion up until the moment of birth, because this is going to be the fight that Democrat or sorry, that that Republicans are going to fight against the Democrats because they understand that overturning Roe versus Wade is something that is unpopular. If indeed this happens, 
then there will be blowback on Republican candidates. So what they are going to do is retreat to this bunker. Democrats want abortion up to the point of birth. And the reason why they're going to do this is because the current bill that Chuck Schumer says will get a vote in the Senate quickly protects abortion up through nine months. So this is kind of the the. The, the 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 issue that we're going to that we're going to now talk about is exactly you know beyond whether or not you are for or against Roe versus Wade if we remove that a bedrock of political discussion for my life and and longer if we remove that and we actually have a conversation about when every citizen is comfortable with an elective abortion so let's understand another thing that's very, very popular, rape, incest, health of the mother, severely abnormal fetus, blah, 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 blah. So let's let's knock all those out. And we just say an elective abortion. Where does America feel comfortable with that? Which really boils down to when do you believe a fetus becomes a human, a proto-human? That's what the Republicans are going to retreat to. They want to fight on that ground. Now, personally, I'm a little frustrated by the fact that a lot of the the reporting out of D.C. is that the Senate and the White House have little or no th- moves to make uh, uh, around Roe versus Wade. That's that's not true. It's fundamentally not true. In fact, if you wanted to just take away the the fear that many people have, men and women, that a removal of Roe versus Wade would put into jeopardy things like abortion for rape, incest, health of the mother, severely abnormal fetus. You could probably get 60 votes on something that only covered that, that only covered that, that only protected that, because that is popular enough. And by the way, that's in the Republican talking points. But they don't. And this is where I'm going to get a little cynical. It's because it's too much of a moneymaker for them. And they don't want to solve anything that could help them possibly stem the losses in November. Um, I, I find it. I find it gross. I, I do. All right. Here we go. Uh, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by half a point and also signaled that there were more interest raises to come. It's a sign of how serious the central bank takes inflation, doy. The, uh, it's the biggest interest rate since 2000 and follows the Curter Point increase in March. Uh, Fed Chair Jay Powell promised more rate hikes in coming months until inflation is under control. Uh, right now, the 30 year fixed mortgage, uh, they are averaging 5.1%. Uh, just in context, I believe that when we moved into this house, which was about a year ago, we got our mortgage for under 3%. It was in the twos. So things have, things have risen over the last, uh, year 
to be sure. And that means that a lot of things are just going to cost more. If you're buying a car now, if you're buying a house now, if you're getting a student loan now, all those things are going to be more and more expensive. But of course, raising interest rates is something that many people have said should have happened earlier, that we shouldn't have gotten this far down the road with inflation, which is a very regressive cost to everybody because it just raises the cost of all goods that you should be putting some more of the financial strain on people that, you know, quite frankly, tend to have a little bit more money to spend. If you're buying a car, if you're buying a house, if you're going to college, you probably have a little bit more money than the person who just kind of wants to buy hot dogs. Of course, inflation is a controversial thing, just as everything is in D.C. Republicans say that it's spending, specifically the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan, which pumped even more money into the American economy. Democrats in the White House say that this is largely still a result of the supply chain disruptions caused by COVID. And then, of course, Putin's price hike. What is clear for the Democrats and Joe Biden specifically is that right now they ain't exactly popular on this issue. According to a CNN poll released yesterday, Biden's economic approval numbers are now in the 34 percent with 66 percent disapproving. That's a death. That is that is that is a solemn gong playing in uh, 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 the graveyard. Meanwhile, Joe Manchin, who, by the way, scuttled the Build Back Better bill like and 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 let's let's you know if you're a democrat and you really 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 wanted that to pass boy i don't know if you need to thank joe manchin because that would be getting the vast majority of the blame had it gone forward and you would have needed reconciliation to do it manchin says uh look back in history 9 out of 10 times you have inflation over 6% that lingers Basically, you're going to have some sort of recession. You got to tamp it down the best you can. And that's the worry. The worry is that if you slow down this kind of spending and and partly we were America was kind of in a, a go, 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 buy, buy, buy uh, moment because through covid we wanted to in- incentivize anybody buying anything because we wanted to kickstart the economy again. We wanted to get people back to work. The argument is that the Fed and the White House kept their their foot on the gas too long, hoping that they would be able to continue to juice the economy to back to pre-COVID levels, which we're not at. And that in that process, we drove up inflation and now we're going to have to kind of slam on the brakes a little bit. And depending on how hard we do it, the R word might come around. And again, the economy contracted one quarter already. If it's two quarters, we're done. We're in it. And that'll wrap it up for us today. Politics, Politics, Politics Extra is brought to you by you, everybody who supports us at TakePoliticsSeriously.com. On tomorrow's episode, it is a essay. I wrote a little essay for you guys. Uh, It is about the permanent Democratic majority. 
a belief that, you know, through demographic shifting and the strength of the blue wall in the Midwest, that the Democrats would never lose a national election again. Obviously, Trump put the lie to that. But we take a look at exactly how much the demographics have shifted and why the Democrats haven't been able to capitalize on it. That's tomorrow. Till then, your old friend Justin Robert Young reminds you that politics has three names. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Dog and Pony Show Audio.